Sunday's a fast day. JM Sunday is hosted by Matis One Guest, who's with me live via telephone. Matis, good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Good Erev Shabbos, Nachum. By the way, we might be joined by Rabbi Krohn because uh, he's speaking Sunday in Brooklyn for uh, Shabbos Ratamuz. And then he leaves for a uh, for a journey. Well, to well, whatever. He'll hopefully join us in the next couple of minutes. Beautiful. So, Matis Wine Guest, that's it. The three weeks format kicks in rather yes. abruptly this coming Saturday night. That's right. That's right. But there will be programming throughout the the days on the network. What do you plan for JM Sunday? What special guests do you have lined up for JM Sunday? Well, it's possible that I will have a fast day consultant. I'm mm. still trying to arrange that. Very nice. But After uh, all, we'll be playing appropriate uh, tunes for the uh, day. After all, nobody would fast if there was no fast day consultant. That's true. <laughs> These days, you need a consultant for everything. And we could discuss the whole thing about it being on uh, the actual date being on Shabbos, but we reserve it on Sunday. Right. As you know, some fasts are pushed uh, ahead. It would be it would have been uh, uh, commemorated, if you will, yesterday. Right. But for these sad ones, uh, we don't want to jump the gun. What are your feelings on the matter, Montes? <laughs> you want to know my feelings? Yep. My feelings are, if it was on Shabbos, you're not allowed to fast. Exactly. That's, that's, that's what shocks me. <laughs> what shocks me is that in Jewish history, nobody came up with that one. If the fast day is Shabbos, then that year you don't fast. And that's right. the end of it. I, I just never got that. Wow. Where were our people when we needed them? Where were the people who think like us when we needed them? <laughs> well, I guess that is, it's funny you say it, that's part and parcel of the three weeks and the tragedy of not having the base of Migdash. We also don't have a Sanhedrin that we can bring these questions to. I know, boy. Oh, good point. So I guess, yeah. And then even we... if we wanted to, even if it could be done, right. and even if everybody agreed to it, court's not in session. Can't be done. Yeah, I got you. All right, we got we got a big announcement, Matas. You know, you and I traditionally um, uh, make announcements that are uh, centered around numbers. Uh, right. People know that when they tune in, usually around March time, to JM&AM, they're hearing a lot of numbers because that's when we do our fundraising. We continue to support the show each year. And, um, Matis, you and I have been made aware of a big number out there, and I felt I should put you on the air and to bring you on, and uh, you'll help me make this announcement the same way you helped me make the big number announcements, you know, earlier in the calendar year. Absolutely. So, here we go. Uh, Matis, according to... <laughs> I can't even get the words out. <laughs> Matis, why guest? According to the main event caterer's calculator, Ruthie and Joey Bodner are celebrating anniversary number... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Anniversary number... One more time. Number 25. There you go. Where's the big crowd cheering that we usually get in the... uh... I I do have to tell you, I... Oh, by the way, by the way, I think I think my crone is with us. I'm going to just ask my crone to hang on for one second. What did you say, Matt? To say it again? I I, I was going to tell you that I heard the announcement before Rabbi Uden, and the reason I didn't call right away is I I put a call out to Ruthie to find out if she wanted to rededicate the calculator. (laughs) But I did hear that she does want to rededicate Joey, so that's it. So she's re she's renewing for a 26th year, huh? Amen. All right, have a great show. Anybody familiar with the uh, with the routine? Uh, around fundraising time, you understand that that's a joke, but right. but but a good joke. Hey, Matt, stick around. Or my crone is with us. Do you mind staying with me? Sure, I'd be honored. The uh, the legend himself, Rabbi Pesach Crone, is going to be in Brooklyn, New York, this coming Sunday. Uh, he is part of the Merkaz Hasimcha Shavasar Batamu's program, which begins at six fifteen with Mincha. Rabbi Pesach Crone, welcome back to JM in the AM. 
Thank you. It's an honor to be here. You're the legend, not I. No, I disagree with you. Hey, um, before you head to Poland, and we'll talk about that in a minute, you have to be in Brooklyn on Sunday night. You're familiar with that? Yeah, I sure hope so, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Aaron Mandel is a wonderful person, and he has three speakers speaking about when tragedy strikes. Now, the two other speakers, Rabbi Isasun Nebach, of course, nobody can speak about this topic better than him. Right. So he's going to talk about when tragedy strikes an individual, like unfortunately it struck his family that Friday night. Right. Rabbi Orlowick is also speaking, but I'm going to be speaking on a different venue. When tragedy strikes to others, how do we react? In other words, what chizuk do we do? How do we uh, face another person what can we do to help another when tragedy strikes wow that's a very important topic i'll tell you that much that's a people a lot of people myself included get into situations where we feel uncomfortable not quite sure what to say or do you'll address right. you'll address all that on sunday right must be one of the things that i want to bring up is a a gewaldic award that ramey shapiro said by the mental bailers trial and uh he knew that they would ask the question that the Gemara says that Adam Atem, that Klayusol is a mensch, and the Ain Umasa'ilam, Kuruyan Adam, and the Goyim are not considered, or the Gentiles are not considered an Adam, so doesn't that sound racist? And Rabbi Shapiro gave a fabulous, fabulous answer, and it's so true, it's exactly what the Gemara means. He said, Adam Atem. In other words, we as Jewish nation are all one. If Hatsushalom a Jew got hurt in his shul in Dallas, we would feel pain. When something happens in France to Jews at the kosher store, we feel pain. But uh, uh, Goy, what does a Goy in Arkansas care what happens to a, to a Goy in Colombia? We are Adam. We are all like one nation, one human body. And so when tragedy strikes to somebody else, we feel the pain, and we have to know how to respond. Wow. And ironically enough, we are... Uh... We at JM and AM are heading down to Houston on Tuesday for that exact purpose to uh, give support and chizuk to the community as it continues to rebound from the massive floods of uh, Matzei Shavuos. We're going to be there right. this coming week, Bezrat Hashem. And I describe it, and we did this a year ago and really made it uh, a well-known phrase because of the three boys. Uh, I describe it as collective Jewish pain. The the the, the one Jewish body, as you. Uh, as you put it, it feels well, that... I think I'll quote you, collective Jewish yeah, pain, that's exactly what it is. We feel that Very collective good. Jewish pain, which is just, yeah. uh, like you say, it happens in France, we feel that. Matis, anything you want to add to this uh, part of the conversation? Well, I, I don't know if people know the, the history, the story behind the Bayless trial, but just very quickly, um, he was somebody accused of, a Jewish person accused of the ritual uh, murder that they uh, always accused people of back in 1913. And one of the things that um, he said, they, the authorities tried to get him to... Uh, incriminate himself and they promised him that there would be a release of all prisoners that are uh, were in hard labor he refused he said even if the doors are wide open i will not go out i want a fair trial so people can hear what the truth is wow boy i'll wow. tell you a lot of heroes in jewish history that's for yeah. sure hey matis what are you doing what's when's july 7th matis what day is that that's uh that's tuesday i think is tuesday that day night so, Matis, what are you doing? What are you doing Tuesday, Matis? You can go to Poland with the right crone if you want. He's... Believe me, I would love it. It, it sounds, it's always well, sounded amazing every well, what's... time you go, Rabbi, and, and leave the group there. It's well, what's something... holding, Matis, what's holding you back? Rabbi Crone says he has one space left. What's holding you back? Come on. I, uh, I might have to be around to sub for a show. You're going to Houston. I don't know. You know that's, uh... <laughs> Rabbi Crone, Matis is using me as a convenient excuse. <laughs> that's not Let fair. Let me tell you, 
<laughs> Malcolm, I'll tell you something fascinating. You know, one of the things that I do on these trips is every godel that we go to, in other words, whether it's Lejet or Rabnei Shapiro, Tishiva, Moplino, the caver of the Svasemis and the Kedusha Rim, I always say Divrei Torah that they said. And this year I found an, a new thing that is so fabulous that the Kedusha Rim said that I think all your listeners and all of us should know. You know, we have a minig in Kuala Yisrael that we make siyumim during the nine days. Now, right. most of the people, especially in camps, think the reason we make a siyum is so people should be able to eat fleshics, right? Right. right. Because how could you go nine days without eating fleshics, <laughs> never? Right. Right? <laughs> but, but the Hadush Rim says that fabulous reason. He says that's not the reason at all. He says that we know that the reason the second base of Migdash was destroyed was because of Sinat Chinam. So when a person makes a siyum and people come together and join him and are happy with him, that adds unity. That's going to bring back the base of Migdash. That's why we make siyum. Very nice. Very nice. Isn't that beautiful? I like that. On, t- so on, on Tuesday, Rabbi Krohn heads to Poland, part of Project Misora, five-day trip. You're back when? On Sunday? Sunday, late afternoon, I've prepared over 33 speeches. I don't know if I'll give all of them, but uh, it is the most intense trip that you can imagine. Every person who was ever on that trip says their life changed. And, and, it. and it's open to everybody, men and women. And, everyone, you, and you're be, and you're being and you're being and you're being serious that if someone wants to join right now in those last couple of spaces, yes. they could liter- they could literally head out with you on Tuesday and do yes. this five day trip to Poland with you. Right. And I'm just telling you, I tell people on the Wednesday afternoon opening speech that by Friday night, all of us are going to feel that we know each other for years. <laughs> Nobody believes it, but Friday night, everybody comes over to me and says, you know, how in the world did you know that? That's what happens. Could you believe that we have had reunions of, of every time we make a trip? We've had reunions. There was a Mrs. Solney who made a reunion in her home and. In, uh, in Manhattan after one of the trips, and recently we had in one of the Sephardic fellows who came from the Syrian community. I remember I once spoke to another leader. He said, I can't believe this. After 10 days, I can't wait to get rid of these people. Rabbi, I have a question for you. We've become so tight. It's, it's like brothers and sisters. It's amazing. Rabbi, I have a question for you. Since um, you're also known as a, a Moel and a well-known Moel. Have you ever had the uh, occasion when you've gone on these trips to these faraway places to uh, be called on to do a bris, maybe in an unusual circumstance? Or totally wow, that's unexpected? a great question. One time it almost happened in Vilna, Lithuania. There's a Rabbi Fima, who is a fabulous person who does a tremendous amount of cure of work in, in Lithuania. And um, we were once in his camp, and there was a boy who was going to have a bris, but just the last minute it just didn't work out. You know what happened? I'm sorry. You know, I'm saying basically it's hard to bring a knife into Poland. Well, I was going to say, Matis, that Rabbi Crow was ready to do it, then he remembered he forgot his knife, so that's the end of that. <laughs> All right, anybody who wants information about going to Poland with Rabbi Crow this Tuesday, he's not kidding. You could literally join at the last minute and do the five days. The list of everything he does is pretty remarkable. Call 845-642-3819. That's 845-642-3819. 3819, or just go online to projectmisora.org, projectmisora.org. Rabbi Cronus, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Matis, thank Have you. Have a great job, Nachum. And happy anniversary to Ruthie and Joey Bodner from all of us here at JM in the AM.